Welcome to the Empowered with Erica podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I have spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you're diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Empowered with Erica. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm so dang excited for this week's episode. This topic has been coming up in several different areas of my life, and I just feel like it's something that we need to address and we need to dive deep into. So today we are going to talk all about self-abandonment. And what the hell does that even mean? So I did look up a definition for y'all because I didn't want to just start going off about a topic and us not know what that even means. So what is self-abandonment? It's when you reject, suppress, or ignore part of yourself in real time. And that is from the National Alliance on Mental Health. So basically, you have a desire that you want to meet and you decide to make the decision not to. So that is self-abandonment. And essentially, typically people do this because their needs and desires they believe cannot or should not be met. And when you do this often, when you self-abandon yourself often, it can cause a ripple effect of so many things. It can cause you to detach from yourself. It can make it difficult to be able to identify what you need because you're detaching so you aren't able to recognize what the heck it is that you need from yourself or potentially from a partner or from other people, right? It's hard to identify what you need when you are constantly self-abandoning yourself. And it can cause a pattern of people-pleasing, of settling, or of neglecting ourselves. And typically, it arises from a lack of self-trust. So there are definitely things that you can do to help get out of that self-abandonment cycle. So one, specifically self-care. Also self-exploration, so figuring out what your needs are. Because when you detach from yourself, it's hard to identify what your needs are, right? And also it can help you to learn how to assert yourself, if that makes sense. Assert your needs, talk about what your needs are and it can help you to handle peer pressure. So I want you to think about, have you ever been someone that's self-abandoned? Have you abandoned yourself before? Can you think of a time? Can you reflect? I know I have. I have abandoned myself multiple times in my life, and I didn't even realize I was doing it, thus the whole detachment thing that we just talked about. I didn't even realize I was doing it until I got to a point where I was realizing how often I was putting other people's needs before my own. So it can be a small, like let's think of some examples of self-abandonment. I'm gonna talk about a couple of mine. So it can be as small as saying yes to too many things when you need time to rest and decompress. So people pleasers often self-abandon because they don't think about their own needs. Have you heard the concept of 
stop saying yes to so many things, it's okay to say no, that is practicing not self-abandoning. That is practicing meeting your needs. So I actually had a really big example of this and I didn't even realize what was happening until it was too late and I'd kind of caused an issue with myself, if that makes sense. So I didn't realize I was self-abandoning and I didn't realize that I wasn't meeting my own needs until it was a little too late. So long story short, essentially, I had a friend who needed help and I'm always here to help. I'm literally always here to help. Um, But I had been going through kind of a tough time and I had a lot of stuff that had been going on. I had a long, busy weekend at work and I was just really struggling. I needed time to decompress. And I said yes to helping them with something that in theory should have taken maybe an hour or two, right? And just to set the stage, I'd already worked like eight, nine hours that day. It had been a long day. I was tired. I was very mentally drained from like other things that were going on in my life. And I decided to help someone after work. And that was great. I'm glad I was able to help them. But this thing that should have taken an hour or two ended up taking literally like, oh gosh, probably the rest of the night. Like it took the rest of the night. If I got off work at like three or four, we weren't done till like midnight. And it fucking sucked. Okay. And it was one of those things where in the beginning I didn't mind helping. But then as I got more tired and I had given up a couple of things um, I completely rearranged my schedule to help make this happen, and I under, I'm glad I was able to help my friend, and I know sometimes you need to sacrifice those things, but the problem was, was the next day, I was mentally a wreck because I didn't get that time to decompress that I needed, right? That night was the night I was going to use to decompress, to rest and restore, so that the next day, I was going to be able to get a lot of stuff done, do my meal prepping, do my shopping, hit the gym, like all my Sunday things that I need to do, right? And I was stressed out because I was like, I am so tired physically, mentally, like physically because I went to bed way later than I normally do. And guys, I don't know about you, but I cannot sleep in for the life of me. I literally cannot freaking sleep in. It drives me crazy. Like we normally get up at like what, 4.30, 4.45 in the morning, usually like between 4 and 4.30. So for me, sleeping in is like six o'clock, okay? But I'm someone who can thrive on like six hours of sleep. So I go to bed early, I get up early. So then when my schedule got thrown off, yeah, I did sleep in a little bit, but it was really hard. It was really hard and all because my gut was telling me to not say yes or not to not say yes, like yes to help this individual, but like within a limit. And things just kept coming up throughout the night of, oh, we should do this. Oh, we need to do this. Oh, we need to do this. Oh, we need to do this. And something that should have taken like an hour or two ended up taking the whole night. And then I had no time to decompress, to rest and restore myself. And it then affected my mental health. And it kind of fucked the rest of my weekend, to be quite honest. And selfishly, like that was really hard. I was in the peak of my season. I was really busy. I was really stressed. And we had a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, so I, like, needed that time to decompress. You know, I really needed mentally that time to just, like, chill, spend some time with Kyle and just relax, right? And so it was really hard. It was really hard, right? And so essentially, that's just an example of when I said that I wanted to or said that I would do something that I didn't want to do. And that doesn't mean that you can't sacrifice those things sometimes. And I think that 
if I had just done the first initial task and not added a ton of additional tasks after, it would have been fine. Like, I don't mind taking an hour or two out of my day to help a friend. Of course, like, I'm there to help you. Like, I want to be that for my friends because they are always there for me. So I want to be there for my friends. But when it was getting like seven, eight o'clock and I felt myself fading and I kept saying yes to more and more and more when I didn't want to and when I was tired and I could feel my energy level like going down and down, it was not a good thing. It was not a good situation. So I want you to think, when are times in your life that you have self-abandoned? It can be something as small as, I, my body was really tired, really sore. I hit the gym so many times this week. I'm supposed to go today, but I am not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I'm exhausted. I really just don't want to go. And then you go anyways. And then you have a shitty workout. And then your body hurts more. And then it's just not a good thing, right? That's a great example of self-abandonment. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but that's like just some little examples that I can think of. And so again, it's when you want to do something and you don't is another example of when you self-abandon, not only when you say yes to things that maybe you shouldn't say yes to, or you stretch yourself in a way that maybe you don't need to be stretched, but it's also when you choose to not do something that you want to do. So for example, like if you don't start that business that lights you up, For example, if I didn't start this podcast because of the fear of what others may think, if I didn't start my coaching business because of the fear of what others thought, even though it lights me the fuck up, and I'm so grateful that I get to help others, that I get to help them reach milestones in their life, and I love it. I freaking love it, guys. Love, love, love it. I could have self-abandoned myself and been like, no, no, Erica, stay small. Play small. You don't need that, right? So... I just did an episode in episode 10 about how to be the queen of your own life. So Gina DeVee, that book that I referenced in that episode, she has a great quote. She said, they decided to not self-abandon and figured out how to up-level their lives, referencing like people who have stepped into their queen, queendom, queenhood, whatever. People who stepped into being the queen of their lives. They decided to not self-abandon and figured out how to up-level their lives. So that hit home for me. I love that. And if you want to learn more about being the queen of your own life, check out episode 10. Love that book. Check out Audacity to be Queen by Gina DeVee. Such an amazing book. I'm going to probably reference it all the freaking time. But so I, I've been hearing this concept of self-abandonment. I heard it in this book. I probably saw it on TikTok. I've just heard it more and more and more, right? And learning how to not self-abandon after years of abandoning yourself is really freaking hard. Okay, so this might seem silly, but another example for me for self-abandonment was when I knew that drinking wasn't doing anything good for me, but I kept doing it anyways. And that was a hard thing to realize that I needed to do, right? So it's not like it was easy, but I was ignoring my needs. And when I finally said, Erica, you need to stop abandoning yourself in this situation and you need to do what's best for you. It changed my life, right? So learning how to not self-abandon is key. And so another example of this is setting boundaries, setting boundaries with your family and friends, setting standards for your life. These are all really key, important things, guys. And doing what is best for you and not for everyone else is an example of not abandoning yourself, not self-abandoning. And that can be really hard. 
it can be really freaking hard to not to to step into the role of no longer abandoning yourself especially when other people are used to you abandoning yourself right so i have a current situation i'm not going to go into the details i've referenced it a couple times but it's hard it's been a long drawn out thing it's really changed a lot in my life i feel like my life has been turned upside down a bit and it has broken my heart it's been really fucking difficult if i'm being honest and one part of what was what has been difficult about this situation is I've set a very firm boundary, a very firm boundary, and people don't fucking like it. People don't like it. People are not liking that I set a boundary, but it's what I knew I needed. And me setting that boundary has pissed people off, and that's okay. But me setting that boundary that I needed to do for me was me deciding to not abandon myself. And actually, this was very triggering for me. Um, I was basically accused of abandoning someone else because I set this boundary. And that, oh my God, that made me so mad. Like, it made me so incredibly upset and offended. Because for me, I was like, okay, I understand that this is difficult for said individual. But you know what? Welcome to the consequences of your own fucking actions. If I need to set a boundary for myself, then that is what I'm going to do, right? And that is the mindset that we need to have. We need to stop abandoning ourselves for the comfort of others, okay? I'm going to repeat that later, but it, mm, mm, I'm getting fired up right now. So if you look back to episode six, how your healing journey can affect your relationships and what to do about it, I go all into this concept because often when we are healing, when we are on a healing journey, we're going to piss people off along the way. And episode six is when I talk about that. So if you want more about that, go there. But what I'm basically saying is when you are learning to stop abandoning yourself, that is typically part of your healing journey and it is going to piss people off. Not everyone is going to be happy when you stop saying yes to everything. Not everyone is going to be happy when you decide to put yourself first. Not everyone is going to be happy when you stop abandoning yourself because they are used to the status quo of you bending over fucking backwards for them. They are used to you being someone they can get their way with. And when this person told me this, like when someone told me this person wouldn't have done this to you, one, that's not true. But two, you know what? I don't fucking care if they wouldn't have set a boundary. Maybe they needed to set a boundary. Maybe they wouldn't be in this situation now if they had set more boundaries and had stopped abandoning their themselves. And I am here to break this generational curse. I'm fucking done. I won't be doing that anymore. That has been part of my healing journey is breaking these generational curses. I'm not going to keep abandoning myself for the comfort of others. I'm not going to fucking do it. And you need to get in that mindset. If you are someone that struggles with this concept, I realized that my needs were space and to protect my peace. And thus I set a boundary. And by doing that, I had, and by not doing that, I mean, by not creating these boundaries, I had been abandoning myself and my needs for years. And that's why this individual was upset because they're like, we are used to being able to do what we want. We are used to emotionally dumping all of our shit on you. We are used to you always being there for me at the drop of a hat. And don't get me wrong. I'd love to be there for this individual, but right now I need to be there for myself first. I'm going to let that sink in. Right now, I decided I need to be there for myself first. Are you doing that? 
Are you looking at situations in your life and are you putting yourself first? Because at the end of the day, you only have your fucking self. At the end of the day, you need to put you first because no one else is going to. Okay? And I realized I could no longer sacrifice my mental and emotional health for this situation and for this individual. And so I was super triggered. And ironically, I had a therapy session right after I got really triggered, which was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very convenient, very good timing. And I was working through the process with him. And I was, we did, we're doing EMDR about the situation. And we were talking about like, okay, okay, like, why is this triggering? Where am I feeling it in my body? Blah, 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 blah. And I realized like the thing that just popped out to me, and I've said it in a different way, but I finally, towards the end of my session, I think I was so hurt by this person saying, oh, you're abandoning this person. One, I got a lot of abandonment issues. That's a topic for another time. But I was like, no, I'm not abandoning this person. For the first time, I am not abandoning myself. For the first time, I'm not abandoning my needs because because of someone else. And you know what? I'm going to keep fucking doing it because it feels great. And I, and I said it out loud, and as soon as I said it, I felt this, like, this big wave of peace wash over me. And I go, I will not abandon myself for your comfort. That's what I had, like, kind of spoken into the universe towards the situation. I will not abandon myself for your comfort. It's my new fucking motto, people. Let's go. But it can be really difficult to do this and embody this when you are a people pleaser. It can be really, really hard, especially if you're someone like myself who has this major fear of abandonment. And thus, you wanna make those around you happy. Why am I a people pleaser? Why have I always been a yes man? Because I have this fear of abandonment from many things that have happened in my childhood. I mean, if you know my story, which I'll probably go more into at some point, yeah, it makes sense. Like when you lose basically a whole family overnight, you're going to have a fucking fear of abandonment. So for years and years and years, I would put other people and their needs before my own. And again, this isn't about being selfish. So let's get that out of our fucking minds right now, because I know a lot of people are like, hmm, you're, you're sounding a little selfish. If this is triggering for you, I want you to reflect because this might be triggering for you. This might make you think, oh my gosh, like, how could you do this to that person? This person needs you. That person needs you. And I want to be there for my friends. I want to be there for my family. I love being there for people. I love helping people. Like, it's in my nature, right? I love it. But how does it serve them if I am going against what I need to be there for them? Because guess what? If I'm doing that, I'm probably not showing up as my best self. You probably are not showing up as your best self if you're constantly abandoning your own needs for other people. Because if you if you are able to take a step back, if you're able to reflect, if you're able to meet your needs in whatever way that is, and then you go help them and then you go approach the situation, it's probably going to be a lot healthier dynamic. It's probably going to be a lot freaking healthier dynamic if you are able to take care of yourself first because then they are going to get the best version of you or a better version of you right and I'm sorry I'm getting really fired up about this because I am so sick and tired of us as a society thinking or putting on to others that you taking care of yourself is selfish no it's fucking not 
it is not selfish to take care of yourself. So we need to get that out of our mind right now. Right freaking now. It is not selfish to put yourself first and to meet your needs. It's not. It's not. You are worthy and you are deserving of having your needs met. You are worthy and deserving of having your needs met. And that is why if you take away anything from this episode today, it's to start taking steps to not abandon yourself anymore. Stop abandoning yourself. You need that love too. You need whatever it is that you need. Like you need to be able to take care of yourself and you have permission to do that. You don't need my permission, but I'll give it to you just in case you do need the permission. It is okay to do what is best for you. Potentially do what is best for your family. Maybe it's a larger situation where you got to set a boundary. No one, you don't owe anyone shit. I'm going to be quite honest. You do not owe people anything. And you need to make sure you are putting yourself first. And that's not being selfish because when we make sure our needs are met, we show up in society as a better version of ourselves. Okay? And then here's another quote from Audacity to Be Queen, page 183. I loved it. Refusing to self-abandon is the missing link to guaranteeing success and happiness. It is the key to living an epic life. I'm going to repeat that. Refusing to self-abandon is the missing link to guaranteeing success and happiness. It is the key to living an epic life. So what are ways that you can refuse to self-abandon to help you live your most successful and happy and vibrant life? There are a lot of things you can do. It's not always just setting a boundary with other people. It can be I'm going to get up a couple minutes earlier so that I have time to meditate, so that I have time to put an outfit together that makes me feel confident. Because even little things like that by not taking care of ourselves is self-abandonment, right? Like, I don't know about you. This might sound like a very silly example, but whatever. I don't know about you. When I'm struggling, when I'm like maybe not in a good place mentally or I'm super busy and I'm overwhelmed, I let things around my house become a fucking cluster, right? And I get behind on meal prep and maybe I'm, not, I'm behind on laundry or whatever it is. And me taking the time to, oh, I don't know, do my laundry, to make sure there's healthy food in the fridge, to put on a little bit of mascara and to actually brush my freaking hair, to clean up my house a little bit. That is me not abandoning myself and my needs because I need a tidy space, not like super organized and clean, but like, I don't want to live in a cluster. The clutter makes me more anxious. So I need some like organization in my life, right? That's just me. Have you noticed that maybe when you're struggling, you abandon little things that all add up that help your life go better? Have you noticed that? Because I've noticed that. And so we just need to get into the habit and the pattern of stop abandoning ourselves. Stop abandoning yourself. Because guess what? There's a lot of people in life that may abandon you. At the end of the day, all you have is you. Or maybe they're not abandoning you, but abandoning you. But you know what I mean? There's, there's so many times that things don't go the way we want or relationships or situations don't go the way we thought they would. And that's why you need to make sure that you are doing 
whatever it is that you need to do for you to help you have the most epic, aligned, and inspired life. To live your most aligned self, to live your most empowered self. It is so empowering to set those boundaries and to not abandon yourself anymore. It is so empowering and I wish, I wish that more people would do it. And it's okay. And you know, you might have someone do that to you or maybe you need them and they go, hey, you know what? Today's not a good day. I got to do some shit for myself. Rain check. If someone does that, instead of getting triggered and hurt and upset, let's switch the mindset to great. They are taking care of themselves first. So I'm going to, when I do have the time to interact with them, when I do get to talk to them next, it's going to be a better, healthier situation for all of us, right? So... I don't know if this resonated with y'all, but this concept of self-abandonment really fires me up because you never know. You cannot, here's the thing, guys. This is, I think, what I was meant to say earlier, but didn't articulate it as well. You cannot control other people's actions, okay? At the end of the day, your actions are the only ones that can be controlled by you, right? You get to decide how you walk through life, how you interact with others, how you interact with yourself, So stop abandoning yourself because you are the only one that can make sure that your needs are getting met and take some fucking responsibility and accountability and do that for yourself. Don't depend on others. Just like you don't want to be the person that is constantly, other people are constantly needing to make sure they get through life. You don't want to be that person for others either. I don't know if I said that well. Like if someone is coming to you constantly and it is draining your energy, and you are abandoning yourself by constantly doing what they want, doing what they need, and not taking care of yourself, that's a problem. But it's also a problem for you to be on the other end, constantly going to other people, constantly needing them to reaffirm you, constantly needing, needing things from other people that sometimes you need to take a step back and get from yourself. You need to love yourself first. And that's really what this is, is learning how to trust yourself. And that's something with trauma specifically. It's very hard to trust yourself when you've gone through trauma, especially small C or small T trauma, CPTSD. It's hard to learn how to trust yourself often when you have those situations happen. At least I have found and what I've seen when I've done some trauma research. I know for me, it was really hard to trust myself after certain like traumatic incidents has happened. And it's not like they were my fault, but it was just part of like not feeling safe in my body and thus not trusting my body and not trusting my mental state sometimes. And I've had to learn how to trust again, learn how to trust myself again, learn how to trust others around me and learn how to trust my inner voice and my inner intuition that's saying, Erica, this is what's best for you. These are the steps you need to take for you, right? So that self-trust goes hand in hand with learning to not abandon yourself anymore. Because once you trust that you know what is best for you and you know what you need, it's a lot fucking easier to say no to people and to say yes to yourself. Okay? So I love y'all. I'm so grateful for all the support. We hit 500 downloads at the time of this recording. We're well over 500 now. And I'm so excited. That means the world to me. It means the world to me to have y'all's support. It really does. We are now up on YouTube. So if you are someone that wants to watch this, there's now going to be a visual recording as well as the audio. 
And I love that. Um, and I'm so excited to continue to grow this community. So guys, share, share, share. If this resonated with you, if this concept of self-abandonment, if you have someone in your life that you think might need to hear this message, share it with them. Because I'm, I'm here to help y'all right? That's why I started opening up coaching slots because I want to be able to help you guys more individually and one-on-one. And part of that is spreading these messages that people need to freaking hear. Okay. I had a little bit of an outline for this, but a lot of this like just came naturally as we were going along because I think that my intuition just knew that someone out there in the world needed to hear this message. So if it's on your heart to share this message with someone, share it because you never know how it's going to affect them. Just like, I don't know how this podcast is going to affect all y'all who listen to this normally. I don't know. I don't freaking know. We'll find out. But guys, I just want to leave you with this. Do not abandon yourself for other people's comfort. So something I've been saying to myself now is like I stated earlier, and it's kind of a mantra a little bit. And I think it's important that you can tailor it to however you need, but it's been important for me to repeat. I will not abandon myself for your comfort. How powerful is that? Take a minute to think of how powerful that statement is. I will not abandon myself for your comfort. We're done with that. We're moving on from that phase of life where we abandon ourselves for other people. We're not fucking doing that anymore. Okay? We're just not. That's not living your most empowered life. And again, this does not mean that you aren't there for people. This does not mean that you're selfish. This does not mean that you're not a good friend. Because there have been many times when someone has needed me and I've been able to be there for them and I didn't, and it wasn't abandoning myself to do so. So I don't want you guys to think that those two are connected constantly. They're not always connected. It's more like You need to be able to be in touch with your mental, physical, and emotional health and realize, be able to assess what you need and give yourself those needs, okay? And if your gut is telling you to maybe not do something and pivot and go do something else, I personally would start listening to that because I think our gut intuitions really know ourselves. We know ourselves better than we give ourselves credit for, truly. I think we really do know ourselves more than what we often give ourselves credit for, so Remember, I will not abandon myself for your comfort. And I am worthy and deserving of having my needs met. That's another affirmation. I am worthy and deserving of having my needs met. Right? I love y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Like I said, we are now on Spotify, Apple. Well, we've been on both. Now on YouTube. Share this with your friends who you think need to hear this message. I appreciate it. They appreciate it. Let's grow this community. If you have not rated, reviewed, and subscribed, tell people why you like this podcast. I've gotten several like high ratings and I appreciate that and I love that. I love to know why you're giving me those stars though. Let me know what you're loving. Maybe if you go on YouTube, leave a comment on a topic that you want to hear next, right? Maybe you have more interviews you want to hear. Because at the time of this recording, we all just had our first interview come out. And I love doing that episode. And I want to do more of them. So if there's certain topics, certain people you want me to talk to, let me freaking know and we'll try our best to make it happen. Okay? If there's certain books you want me to cover, I really enjoyed going over the Audacity to Be Queen book. So if there's other books that you want me to go over, if I haven't read them, I'll read it and we'll go over it. 
I have a handful of books. I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. I have a handful of books that I think y'all would love and that I could definitely do a bit of a book review, bit of a summary, bit of a little like book lesson, which can be really fun because it's not just talking about the book. It's talking about your takeaways, right? So sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting off on a tangent now. So thank you all so much for tuning in to the episode. I love you guys. I'm so grateful for this Empowered with Erica community. I know that we are making big changes. I know that because as we start to stop, like as we start, well, as we start to stop, as we keep learning how to meet our own needs, as we keep learning how to step into our power, you're going to be an example for others to step into their own power, right? So thank you all for listening today. I'm so incredibly grateful for you. And I hope that I see you guys next time. And I can't wait for next week's episode. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you for tuning in. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for resources that I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find me at Instagram at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at Erica Vishkalis. I always love hearing from you. So leave a comment, leave a review, shoot me a DM. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about. And don't forget to tag me if you share the episode with your friends or with your family or on your story. If you want to hear more empowering content, then make sure to hit subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know when our next episode drops. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.